Hey everyone, welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. My name is Nate Carter, and today I'm coming to you from uh, my uh, my morning quiet quiet time place. Uh, this is here in my office, and uh, I love this chair. It's uh, right here by the by an east facing window, so the sun comes and warms me up, and as I'm having my time with the Lord. And uh, I wonder if you've got a place like that. That's kind of your special place to meet with the Lord uh, in the morning. Today uh, we've diving into Titus chapter 2 and uh, this is uh, this is just a really beautiful little chapter here in the book of Titus it, it the first verse kind of is the summary verse for the rest of the chapter it says as for you Titus promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching and he's going to go into detail about what that looks like in several different categories but again promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching in other words live out the faith that you've learned from what you've been taught, from what you've been taught through scripture. As so he starts with verse two, teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Now, as I read those words, first of all, doesn't that just sound like someone you want to just be around? You know, an older man who, uh, who just lives, who lives well, self-control, worthy of respect, wise, a sound faith, love, and patience. And I wonder who comes to mind when, when, that, when that verse is read. Um, for some of you, it's you, and God bless you for doing that, and well done. Um, but for others of you, you're thinking of, of maybe a father or someone in the church or uh, someone that you know that's older than you. And I just encourage you, like, just would you reach out to them today and, and just say, Hey, just wanted to let you know that you're living out your faith uh, and, and thank you for, for the discipline that it takes to live out um, the Christian faith that follows Christ and his character. Verse 3, similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. Same question. Uh, who comes to mind when you think of that? An older woman who's just living righteously. Um, and not going the way of the culture, but intentionally living in a way that's, that honors God and is self-controlled in many ways. And again, many, for many of you, that's you. Um, and praise God for, well done for doing that. But perhaps you know someone who you think of that comes to mind. I, I just suggest just send them a text message or, or uh, give them a call and just say, I want you to know that I thought of you when I read this today. Skipping ahead down to verse 6. In the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely, and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do, so here it is again, this is just like verse 1, let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. It's basically, he's saying in many ways that this is, we're, we're living out our faith so that we can point to uh, to the word of God that is reliable and is trustworthy and that, that we're we can be wholeheartedly committed to. We're not two-faced, um, but we're people of character that follow the teaching we've received. And and I, I, I like that here we're we're talking to the younger people. We're talking to the to the um, to the young people that they have the opportunity to live well too. Um, and and Paul's given given them the opportunity to um, to be leaders and to to lead in a way that reflects the teaching they've received, but to do so in a way that probably, again, pushes against culture, where, where other young people are probably doing things that are foolish or living for the moment. Um, Paul's saying to Titus, live wisely. You know, be an example. Do good works. 
push against culture. And then skipping to verse 11. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. Okay, so here we are. It's all about grace. It's about salvation, the offer that Jesus brings of salvation. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God, while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. Now, I just want to point out a couple of things. There's kind of a, a threefold message here. First of all, it starts with grace. It's, it, it starts with Jesus. Jesus makes the first move. Jesus gives us the offer of grace, of salvation. Secondly, in response to that, we're, com we're commanded to, to live a life of righteousness, to do good deeds. But I want to point out that it says in verse 14, he gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us. And I've just been thinking recently and thought about this from time to time. I wonder if you have that, that when we choose to live a life of righteousness and, and not live a life of, of sinful pleasure, we're being freed from something that's worthless. We're, we're, we're actually being invited to live a better way that, that's ultimately more fulfilling. And, and it's hard because you're, you're pushing against, again, pushing against culture um, and what we're told is life-giving, but in fact, is just the way that leads to death. But Jesus came to show us a better way to live. And it's better, like, you're gonna enjoy it. Uh, it'll take some work, it'll take some discipline, but it's a better way to live. We're freed from that way that leads to death. And then the third part is that we're looking forward with hope to the wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. So as, as we live in this world, we're looking forward to the world to come. It starts with Jesus. It responds by living well. And then ultimately we're looking forward to the day to come. So there's a lot packed in this wonderful little chapter here. Take some time to reach out to someone that you respect that came to mind as you read these words. And then follow Paul's instruction here to live in a way that's honorable as we look forward to the day when Jesus will come again. God bless you. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.